0: Zero is a nothing, an everything, a denial. And I'm not just quoting Kurt Cobain there. It is sort of a refutation of the whole idea that you have to have a number and be a number and be a positive thing or a negative thing. Some integer playing its role in some complicated... Here, there's something about a zero. It looks like an egg. It looks like the moon on a full day, full night. It looks like an empty head, devoid of plans and thoughts. And we're thinking about this today here on Burning Tarot uh, because we've pulled the fool, le fou, la folle. Le Mat, whatever you want to call this card. It's a very lovely, foolish card. We have pulled it again. I think we also pulled it this summer. And, my sweetie darlings, we are finally back out in the woods a little bit. I am T, T of Burning Tarot. You can find me online at tiffanyleebrown.com. We have many a podcast there, or rather many a podcast episode um we have readings available for purchase and you can sign up for the email list which is a handy dandy way to stay in touch. It's not super spammy. It mainly just kind of tells you like there's a reading available or here's a discount code or here's a new episode. So pop on over there and all that stuff uh, like signing up and stuff is under this under links you'll see in various places and under the tab that says contact purchasing the readings that's available in the shop area blah 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 please buy stuff from me amen (coughs) pardon the coughing yeah so pulling the fool we are once again using cat black's lovely golden tarot and her name is spelled with a k that kind of cat there are other golden tarot decks out there and this is the one that i happen to like oh so very much So the Fool. I'm trying to remember a little about this summer's Fool. I remember we were talking about how there's historic cards that portray the Fool more as a scary old man. Old beggar wandering around. So that's cool, right? But I'm not really feeling that direction this time. I think the exhilaration of the Fool card is jumping out to me right now. The Cat Black Golden Tarot version doesn't look all that exhilarated. It's an androgynous or possibly female character draped in, um, you know, whitish clothes and banging on a hand drum. Dog at their feet. There's a a sense of intentness to this character. Whereas uh, the kind of traditional fools including the rws or smith rider weight figure that we're familiar with in different tarot decks um that fool is more like androgynous but probably a boy looking a youth so i always describe him youths um and that one is sort of up in the air their head is pointed up at the air kind of pointed backward uh, as though they are exultant and also careless and they're at the edge of a cliff and a dog is barking at their heels so you'll see lots of variations on this theme with the zero fool so why zero well that's the number that uh you know so all of the major arcana cards in the tarot um, those are kind of you can lay them out in a an imagined chronological cycle it's a twenty two card cycle. These are kind of the heavy hitter cards in general um, and a lot of people like to read them as this archetypal journey, heroic journey, etc and i you know I read it that way too, kind of ish <laughs> so so all the cards have a number. And it culminates in card number 21, which is the world. (coughs) Excuse me. But, or is that really the culmination? Maybe the culmination is in card zero, the fool. Maybe the fool card can go kind of anywhere in the whole cycle. Because it's a zero. If you're thinking math class, well, sure. Zero's at the beginning, and then you get to one, two, three, four, five, etc., but as a concept, that whole zero business is a little trickier. Uh, so it's fun. You know, let's start there. The, <laughs> the fool can be really fun. The fool can be our innocence. Our life breath. Um, Inspirited. Inspiritus, right? So it's our inspiration, we are, you know, inspired, we have breath, these things kind of all mean the same thing. Uh, And that's what the Fool represents. The zero-ness of the Fool is, uh, I like to think of it as a beginning. So it is a suitable card to kind of you know, take you past the world card at the end of the cycle and then circle you back to start your next exciting journey, your next, you know, lifetime, your next big adventure within this lifetime. It's a good connector. And there's something about having a zero around that makes you feel like, well, maybe the slate is being cleaned a little bit. Regardless of our, each of us, Burning Tarot, our little handful of community listeners, regardless of our physical age, regardless of where we are on our larger path in this lifetime, there's something in us that can be empty, that can be a pure egg of zero that can prepare to hatch again. When we are in zero mode, in fool mode, okay, we might do something foolish. Yeah. Makes sense, right? The card is called the fool, after all. But there's this idea of fool wisdom, madman wisdom. Having some part of us that... appreciate things that don't make fucking sense and if we demanded that everything make normal sense we would certainly not sit around listening to tarot podcasts my friends now would we i think not so if you're here you're already somebody who has probably had some oddball or woo-woo or supernatural experiences you um you're probably not satisfied with the scientism model of the universe being the only type of truth. Because it's very limiting, it doesn't kind of deal with the everything of human experience or maybe beyond human. All, you know, I'm kind of an animist. So I believe that all of these things we have out here in the forest are every bit as alive as I am. And by alive, I think I mean conscious. We have red cinder rocks crushed under under my boots as I walk this forest service road. My nice new bogs that are keeping out the wet. Hurrah! We have these gorgeous ponderosa pines. Some of them with gray and black bark. Others with a dark amber-brown bark because it's been raining. And that's crinkling around with dark brown and black and of course they have their beautiful array of green needles and they keep these all year round because they are so very alive they're just not very freaked out by the snow and the cold they don't care they're completely alive and as far as i'm concerned they're conscious and sometimes when i'm out here i get to tap into their consciousness or they into mine and it's a beautiful experience. And maybe that's something that the fool can kind of help us with. There's a car coming down the Red Center Road. I never, ever see that. Okay, whatever. We're going off-road now. Um, distractions, distractions. So, this is where we are. We're in the Red Center Run among the ponderosas, there are grasses under feet, underfoot, <laughs> something like that. And all of this is alive. This is the kind of thing that the fool would notice and that the fool within us can notice. You know, if, if we let that creature, our own foolish nature out, if we take it for a walk, if we blank out some of our endless conscious chatter, this can be a big challenge for us in the culture that I come from, um, in the paths of neurodivergence upon which I also find myself walking. It's not all just red cinder out there. Um, there can be various reasons to have a never-ending churning brain and i think the fool has ideas the fool has dreams plans and plots but it's kind of you know picture yourself when you're like 10 maybe you can't remember back to when you were 10 think of any 10 year olds that you've known think of the intensity with which they might um play a game or come up with a new game you know or write a story or you know play with something that are really able to just drop into that pocket and immerse themselves in the moment it's wonderful uh, if you're of the zen persuasion I know a lot of you are you can think of beginner's mind that's a totally Zero Fool card way to go. Tapping into the beginner's mind that is in all of us. Just because we've had all this conscious fall day roll and all these experiences and probably traumas and griefs, that doesn't mean that underneath all that stuff, or at least swimming among all of it, that doesn't mean there isn't still the beginner the fool, the 10-year-old, ready to set off on a journey. So drawing this card, uh, and for anybody who's new here, I want to point out that uh, we do have some people who are using this podcast as an aid to learning tarot. And I'm very honored, thank you guys, for, you know, trusting me and listening and sending feedback. But I want to make it really clear that these nature walks and tarot card pulls that we do they are not meant to pin a card down you know like an entomologist with a butterfly on a board i am not trying to offer the definitive interpretation of a card You might tell by my tone of voice that maybe I don't think such a thing exists, (laughs) and maybe that's why I haven't written my tarot book, (laughs) written parts of it, but I kind of don't want to pin the butterfly to the board. I want to watch it fly around. So when you listen to this podcast, you're listening to me, T from Bernie Tarot, giving an actual reading, and that reading is for me, and it's for y'all. And I trust the universe to get the right people to the podcast who need to hear it and bring out the right card for us. And I trust the universe and myself to kind of groove with the appropriate reading, interpretation, intuitive meandering for that particular day and time, that particular card as drawn in that one particular moment. So I just want to make it clear that I'm not proclaiming, like, this is the ultimate interpretation of the fool. I'm like, I don't know. This is just one, one door that the fool happened to open for us today. Uh, that said, yes, I have read a bunch of stuff about the tarot, and I've read tarot for, I don't know, 30-something years. So in a way, yeah, I kind of know what I'm talking about, but I'm also counting on the universe to let this be a real reading. In a real reading, um, you're not just going to get some cookbook answers that you could just find on the internet or in a little booklet. It's going to start unfolding. And it may be totally contradictory, like I might say stuff today. That's the opposite to what I said about the fool this summer when we drew it. Okay, so I'm kind of getting on, uh, let's get back to the fool. Um, speaking of fools. I'm wandering around in the rain, (laughs) giving a tarot reading to strangers on the invisible internet. While planes fly overhead, you might be hearing that noise. Not a favorite noise of mine. You might also hear, however, some ravens out there. Hello, ravens. Always lovely to hear from them. Getting rained on a little bit have some health things going on so I can't go too far but it is enjoyable to be out in the woods again. The fool, I think the fool carries their magic and their power so naturally. They radiate their hopefulness and their desires. They don't hide it. They don't make some strategic, manipulative thing out of it to try to convince people, blah, 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 blah. They're in a state of mind where they can emanate their real truth, including their desires. Their maybe intentions. They, you know, the fool isn't really a big intention kind of person. They're like, going to step onto a cloud and see what happens next but they might have dreamy plans, ideas, hopes. And they don't have to hide them. You know, uh, and for a lot of us as we get older, you know, we learn to be tactical. We learn to be careful. Um I've recently had someone buttering me up. <laughs> I don't I'm not even sure whether it's for business purposes or journalism purposes. I do work in business as well. I do work in journalism as well. And it's been fun. I get to know a new person. But there's still that kind of... When you start realizing, oh yeah, this is definitely more than just one person wanting to know another person. And the fool is kind of above that at this point. We're just inexperienced enough that they don't have to think that way. The fool is like, Yay! The world is shining. The sun is gorgeous. Let's, let's do whatever. Let's create something. Let's meet new people. Let's come up with half-cocked, wild-ass ideas. Because why not? There's just no harm in it. It's just fun. You know, if, if the part of us that is worried about the, you know, assorted bureaucratic nonsense stuff of the day... If we can set that aside for a minute. We can appreciate what the fool, and really what youth, can bring to us. Have brought to us. Sometimes you'll pull this card when an actual young foolish person uh, is is having a large influence on your life, or is about to. You can look at that in a positive way. You can say, "Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna." keep my eye peeled for whoever this may be doesn't always have to be an actual young person in age sometimes it's just a you know somebody who seems young someone who has a lot of youthful energy to them and adventurous energy but often it's a youngster they're 16 they're 10 they're three they're a baby the card also suggests, you know, let's get some of this awesome zero energy into our own lives. Maybe we can be inspired by younger people, but we don't have to rely on them to bring us that energy. We still have it somewhere in there. We may have to turn off our phones for a few days, <laughs> see if our inner Children and Groovy Zero vibes kind of wake up uh, if we separate them from our constant barrage of texts and remembering to log into the bank to transfer the thingy to the other thingy. You know, all these sort of garbage. Um, The garbage is important. We need it if we're going to survive and live. But it's nice to just remember. There is a power, a power to nothingness, to doing nothing, to having no agenda, no conclusion, no pre-established identity that's the only one that we're going to cling on to. We're going to wear the same clothes every day, same type of clothes from the same wardrobe that radiates the kinds of I don't know, adjectives we would like to th- have others think about us. You know, <laughs> like, we're just, like, we have so much stuff cluttered up on us, typically. And, and, you know, the fool, they're just like, yeah, I got my stick. And my stick is holding a bag with my very few possessions in there. That stick is actually a magic staff. And the fool doesn't wave it around in front of themselves being like, this is my powerful staff. You should pay attention to it. You know, I have power. This is a weapon. This is a, you know, this can channel the lightning energy or, you know, whatever. They're just like, they throw it over their shoulder. Hang their stuff off of it. If they need some magic or they hurt their ankle you know, they can take the staff down, use it as a wand, use it as a a walking stick. And we can do that too. So there's a nice, um, friendly familiarity with our own magical abilities, our abilities to transform ourselves or transform a situation that befalls us without kind of making it be, a, don't know, about the showiness or the ego um, or, or just being scared and excuse me, clutching our wands in front of us all the time. you know, um, I just watched a Harry Potter movie with a young person, and um, you know, the kids in Harry Potter, the adults too, there'll be some big scary Voldemorty thing going on, and they'll take out their wands and hold it in front of them. You know, this definitive, defensive weapon. <coughs> Excuse me. And the fool just kind of doesn't see the need to do that. And sometimes maybe he's there wrong and they should be hypervigilant. But a lot of the time they're they're able to see um, a kind of sweetness in the world and and the world rewards them. When we're in our fool energy, When we're willing to let go of our need for definition and a plan. Um, When we can be sincere with ourselves and others and just be open. Oh, zero, oh, open. A big open egg that might hatch at any moment, but for now is all possibility, all potential. Even if we can only tap into that part of ourselves here and there between our very important, busy, bureaucratic, phone-oriented adult lives, it's wonderful to catch a glimpse, a glimpse of our inner fool and let them have the reins for a little bit. Yeah, you know, I'm doing something super dumb, you know, and our adult selves are still in the room. They're still... Occupying the same body as our childlike fool selves. So maybe we can trust ourselves to kind of keep an eye on the fool and not let it go overboard. The fool may be trying to get our attention. This is, I'm particularly looking at our golden tarot fool with the drum. There can be kind of a warning quality to this card where our attention really does need to be drawn back back to our slate erased zero egg young inspired holy breath selves we really need to it's not just for fun this is major arcana stuff it's part of our big fat important archetypal journey la di da So we got to do it. This will be a very propitious time to do it, right? So we pulled this card. Um, And the Scorpio, Scorpio, the zodiac sign of Scorpio, is associated with the Fool. Um, And hey, we're in Scorpio season. About to leave Scorpio season. With the Sun moving in to Sagittarius. So that feels important too. There's some new cycle that wants to to get started with a clean slate with some openness and just the feeling of some space and air around us and our busy, busy, busy little minds, busy little phones. So I love that we got this card. Um, what else can we say about it today? It does make sense to heed any warnings that come along at this time, even if they seem kind of remote, like, um, like where I live, out here in Central Oregon in the Pines. If somebody said, "Well, better get you know better watch out for the flood," and we'd be like, "What? We don't get floods out here, and we don't." But maybe for this week. Um, I might pay attention to that and it might show up in a different form. Like, huh, that person said beware of the floods and then, you know, maybe uh, my toilet floods, right? So that's one thing you can do with some of this full energy if it makes you nervous (laughs) to just be going open. Oh, zero, oh, oh, open. Um, There's also, you know, count on yourself to be able to hear any warnings and messages that are coming through during this time largely it's just it's great it's great to open ourselves up uh the fool is not guaranteed a safe journey right none of us is ever we head out into the world when we're 16 or 12 or 22 or however old we have all these adventures and some of them are painful we make friends We lose friends we pick the wrong people to connect with to work for to invite into our beds or not to invite at all you know it's life is not all perfect and the uh, youthful vigor of the fool will not guard them from life experience and in that kind of, you know, wonderfully dumb teenage way, the fool already knows that. People say stuff about teenagers, like, and, and young adults, they'll say things like, oh, yes, well, they think they're invincible. Or if I tell a story from my ancient, long-ago youth, sometimes I'll hear that, particularly from people of uh, an older generation than my own. I'm a, I'm a Gen Xer. Um, they'll be like, well, you must have thought you were invincible. And I remember all of that time very clearly. And I did not think I was invincible. Not one bit. But as the fool on its journey, I knew I needed to have these adventures. Take these risks. Uh, open up to whatever was going to be next. Live in my car, drive around. I, seriously, I did this. I just put everything... <laughs> Well, I put my books in storage in my parents' barn, and I got in my car. I'd been fired from my job. Uh, Pardon me, no, I had been invited to resign from my job. Uh, And I put a cheap, junior-sized acoustic guitar and a sleeping bag and some clothes and stuff in my car and left. And I just lived in my car. And I wandered around mostly California where I knew people in various places so I could do a lot of sofa surfing, not just sleeping in my car. Um, And I really, you know, I didn't know what was going to be next. I did not know. I wanted vaguely to be a beatnik and I knew I was a girl so probably jumping trains and pretending I was Jack Kerouac was not a good idea. But the car, you know, gave me an illusion of safety. And so whatever. I was just cruising around. I hopefully sort of semi vaguely thought, well, I'll I'll wander around the whole country. But I stayed in California a good long time. A, because I didn't have any gas money. And B, um, I was waiting to go to Esalen, where... My friend Jonathan and I were, uh, we were going to be staying the weekend at Esalen. It's a famous New Age, I don't know, hot tub <laughs> center. Um, you yeah, know, but serious counterculture place. Uh, and uh, along, the, along the coast there. <clears throat> and um, so I couldn't really leave. Until I went to this weekend with Robert Anton Wilson. Who was this writer that at the time I greatly, greatly admired. And I don't know why I'm telling you all this, but but I am. Um, so I had all this time to just kind of wander around. And then I would go to this thing with Bob Wilson, which went great. And that that ended up going in some very interesting directions. And, um, you know, the only reason I could have so many amazing adventures, which I had at that time, met so many amazing people. People I had read about, people whose books I had read. um, thinkers um, Thinkers whose thoughts I had read in magazines and books, and they were really important to me. So I get to meet all these people and a bunch of other people and discover this thing called the internet, uh, and get online for the first time. And like, this is before people did that, really just a few weirdos. And clearly I'm a weirdo. That's where I belonged. And thus eventually I ended up on the well, which ended up being a very huge, important part of my life and still is to this day. I look back on all that stuff and I go, well, you know, if one of my kids said that they wanted to live in their car and travel around and meet strangers, and sometimes, you know, taking illicit substances, I probably wouldn't be real excited. I'd be like a little paranoid, a little scared of, for them. But I also look back at that time of my life And I'm like, if I hadn't been zero fool, ground zero fool, foolish, foolish, out of money, living in a car, doing drugs, whatever, (laughs) like all the crazy stuff from back in the day, I just would have missed so much. I'm sure I would have found something else, something to be found in the straight world, people working for attorneys, which is what I had just been invited to resign from doing. But uh, when I look back, I certainly don't have any regrets about that decision. Wandering around, and all these little pieces of fate, including uh, beginning my real practice of astrology, uh, that all these things just started happening. So, so wow, that's what happened for me when I was at that age, when one is more apt. To really be the fool to act the fool to live the fool to be naked stupid and wide open did some bad stuff happen why yes so glad you asked um but actually surprisingly little g- <laughs> given how wildly stupid i the young fool was behaving um Yeah, so that's my own story. And when I think of the fool, I think of times in our lives when we're allowing ourselves to be that open. I guess I want to know, how do we apply that to the now? How does a 29-year-old with a baby say, okay, I have fool energy in me? You know, they probably shouldn't you know, live in their car with an acoustic guitar. It's a very small car, by the way. Economy cars, remember those from the 80s? Um, I mean, this was the 90s, but it was an 80s car, right? They were little, great little cars. So I wouldn't wish that on the young mother with a baby. Uh, A middle-aged person like me, raising a child and tending to a home and a marriage, and something of a career. Can I really just go live in my car? No, I think my aching back would not like that. So what I'm looking for is more of a metaphorical equivalent. But it might require some physical world unshackling. There might be assorted quote-unquote responsibilities that are Um, that are squishing my spirit and I might need to let some of those go or temporarily let them go the fool doesn't have to say foolish forever most of us when we're 16 18 23 and we head out on our wild journeys a few people continue living that lifestyle for a long time I'm sure you've met a bunch of old burnout hippies who've done that like at festivals and I love some of those guys, but I notice I tend to like them in short doses. I don't want to live with them. <laughs> I'm glad they're not my dad, you know. Um, so most of us outgrow it is, I guess, what I'm saying. We don't stay in full mode forever. And we don't really want to. So when we're faced with sort of the challenge of being crusty old bureaucratic people with lots on our schedules... And we want to let our inner zero, zero, oh, fool self come on out for a little while. We can kind of reassure ourselves, okay, this is just temporary. You know, it's not about completely abandoning our lives forever or making uh, giant irrevocable mistakes. You know, like you don't have to burn down your house. You can just go camping if you're sick of being in your house. Or like, if you have the money, you can go get an Airbnb on the coast for the weekend. So the fool isn't necessarily saying, well, you have to completely part ways with your lifestyle and all of its busyness and money and stuff. But taking a break? Dipping into the youthful, perhaps unrealistic, silly self that still remembers how to dream? That can bring a radiant curiosity or positivity positivity to situations. That's a wonderful thing to do, at least for a while. We can always go back and be boring somewhere later, you guys. So I'm inspired by this particular Fool card today. I hope that all of this blither blather gives you some ideas about how you might be a big blank zero inside For you, that might look like stillness. For someone else, that might look like little kids running around. And for someone else, that might mean throwing a really crummy acoustic guitar in the econo car and uh, going for a long drive. I hope this is useful to y'all. I'm T. This is Burning Tarot.